What's up, y'all? It's Patrick. Hey, loves. It's Patricia. We live two different lives in two different life stages. Yes, but we are passionate about our faith, our fitness, and our crazy loving family. We are siblings, and this is our story. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. Um, We will be talking about finding our faith. So we're going to give you like a little brief rundown. Um, But first, we want to talk about um, like how we grew up and how our faith kind of was introduced to us, I guess is how it should be put. Yep. So, um, I would say when we were younger, um, we grew up going to church. Even if we were not at church, we were going to be watching it on TV. Dr. Mm -hmm. Stanley, every Sunday morning, if we were not there, we were going to wake up early and watch it on TV. And dad... Try not to fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. Because if you did... mm, no go. No, because no dad tested us. <laughs> I think he, at first he didn't, but then he decided he was because he noticed that we were falling asleep. So then he would ask us random questions. Yes. Yeah. So. We had to take notes. Yes. We had to take notes because he wanted to make sure that we were actually paying attention. <laughs> um, but I mean, like we used to go to choir practice with dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did grow up um in the church but also i feel like the most impactful thing i don't know if it was for you but for me was um dad like every single day that i could uh, i feel like this is my biggest memory of him is that he started his day off with jesus Mm -hmm. and he ended his day um with prayer or something like and he had his own little space too Mm -hmm. um he had his own little room that he would go into and um and at the end of the day that was the first thing he would go up to his room and pray and everything and then come and join us so i feel like that was so powerful yeah i mean even through i mean there were seasons where we weren't really going to church there were Mm -hmm. seasons where life was messy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think it's just impactful um, that he never really, I mean, he never really like told us he was doing that. Um, yeah. but you know, we knew that we knew over time what it was, uh, yeah. why, why it was important. Yeah. Um, and it was something small, but it just was a, a real life example of, yeah, I did something I wasn't supposed to do today or I said something or I yelled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we all make mistakes and I still, start my day and end my day uh, regardless of what happened mm-hmm. with my creator. Yeah. It's definitely powerful. Yeah. And also it was, I feel like it was really great because it was like actions speak louder than words. Right. And um, I think he did a really good job at just always showing us and that just like with anything in life is so powerful that sometimes you don't need to say something like just, let me see you do it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that really has always stuck with me. Yeah. But um, then 
our parents got divorced and separated and then um there was a period where we really weren't going to church or Mm -hmm. anything yeah um and that's totally fine because life was just happening um it was a hard period i feel like for our family oh yeah um but then around what what age would you say we were like i was like a freshman in high school you were what i think i was like 13 or 14 or something like that yeah okay i would have been 15 so yeah 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 i think around the Mm -hmm. same time um if not like maybe a year later Mm -hmm. um our not our actual aunt and uncle but our godparents um aunt liz and uncle paul um they invited us to go to church with them and it was so sweet of them because that's another like memory that I will always remember that they would literally pull up in our driveway mm-hmm. and honk or ring the bell or something. And then we would come down and go to church with them. Um, but to be honest, I was going because the hot chocolate was so good there I on know, Sunday right? mornings. Bag. And it was only a dollar. Yes. And they always bought so it for good. us. So we like never, ever, we didn't right? even have to actually pay. Yeah. It was the best part. So I'm like, okay, sure. I'll go. Just have yeah. a cup of hot chocolate. It was so good. Um, but the music was great. And I think that was kind of the stepping stone and the start to us. Um, like, I don't know, to our own kind of path. Yeah. And I don't know, journey to our faith. Um, but let's go ahead and start with how did you find uh, your faith? Um, for me, I think kind of where we left off in the story is where things kind of got started for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so at that time, it was called Crossroads. Um, it's now known as 12 Stone Church. And I just feel like uh, that that place um and I say place, meaning the people in that place, not the building itself, mm-hmm. uh, has really just been a catalyst for me, um, a safe place just because, you know, going through divorce and trying to find identity after that um, was messy for me. Um, yeah. And it just provided a place for me to kind of think mm-hmm. uh, the pastor his name is uh pk and mm-hmm. you know he's super super practical and he would always just challenge me to think about my identity think about the world around me yeah uh, so i i started volunteering there actually <laughs> my uh uncle paul basically like signed me up without mm-hmm. like almost involuntarily <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is one of the best things he could have done uh just to get me in that environment around some men that were older than me to kind of set a strong example. Um, and also, I mean, I had to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to be there on time, uh, for this volunteering. And that got me out of a lot of trouble, uh, early on in high school. I couldn't stay up too late on Saturday night doing <laughs> a whole bunch of madness because yeah. I had to be up at 5am on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really good for me. Uh, I remember in between services, the team would get together 
and have breakfast and that was just a really good time for me to spend around some really really godly men um so i was i wouldn't say i was a christian at this point uh, i would say i was a fan of jesus for sure mm-hmm. um but it kind of set a solid foundation and a catalyst for me uh so then i went off to college and the identity I had kind of started rebuilding eroded pretty quickly Yeah, my freshman year. Um, so I just went into like a spiral of trying to figure that out again. Uh, mm-hmm. I got in, I started partying a lot. Um, not that the partying was the problem. Honestly, the problem was like my identity started getting tied into how many people I knew and how much mm-hmm. time I spent partying. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to, um, for a college kid, get a pretty good job. Um, so I made a decent amount of money. The only thing I had to spend it on was going to the bar, and that's where I spent it all. Um, yep. So it was really just the issue was never the drinking or the bar or any substance. Uh, the issue was really at a heart level. Um, my identity was just not in a solid place, a place mm-hmm. where it could be permanently or where it could be safe. Um, mm-hmm. It was in a place that the, the enemy could get to it. It was in a place yeah. that could easily be rocked or shaken or destroyed. Yeah. Um, so after about, I don't know, a year and a half of that phase, I started to realize like I really wasn't fulfilled. I still had a huge void in my life uh, and I didn't know what that was. Um, so there's actually this organization called Campus Outreach and um, they started hosting a Bible study in our fraternity house. And this was huge for me because, uh, you know, in my perfectionist nature, mm-hmm. I felt like God was mad at me and he, he was far from me. Really, I was running from him but yeah um the fact that he kind of showed up on my doorstep for lack of a better term Mm -hmm. in the middle of me doing all the things he in the middle of me running from him he showed up and found me and in that moment i realized it's about you know relationship and not religion it's about falling in love not following rules Mm -hmm. and I started processing all of that and thankfully I had uh, um, not only that organization but a couple of my fraternity brothers uh, one of my buddies still talk to him all the time to this day his name's Adam uh, he's just a super super solid um, Christian and he's yeah. always encouraged me and as I was wrestling through all of that he was mm-hmm. kind of a, a solid source for me to ask questions yeah um, and he was then, in uh, your wedding he was in your yeah. wedding party, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and then also uh, uh, this guy named Hamilton. Uh, he was also around, and um, I was able to ask questions uh, to him as well. Um, and that really just having those resources, people that knew the things that I would have wanted to hide, right? So mm-hmm. there's a, there's a tendency to want to hide certain messy parts of decisions you made or whatever yeah. Yeah. when you come to jesus jesus doesn't want Mm -hmm. you to do that i mean he knows Mm -hmm. the messy already yeah um he loves the messy the messy Mm -hmm. is what 
makes the redemption story that much more awesome but it's our tendency to hide that so having people that knew that side of me to kind of help me process everything was awesome um so then from there i became a christian Uh, Mm -hmm. i i remember one day i was at work and i just like felt like i was sick and i was wrestling through all of this different stuff i had no clue i couldn't tell you left from right up from down yeah god was Um, moving you he's like "Mm, it's time (laughs) yeah he's like yeah bro you're it's time um (laughs) i'm gonna make you physically ill (laughs) yes i was like i literally left work i was like i i can't even like um i can't focus and i just started driving and i drove and i drove and i drove and i drove and i ended up pulling into like this like antique thrift like salvage place in the what? middle in the middle of nowhere yeah where is this place i, need I to don't know even about know <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it was a trendy one <laughs> this was like a salvage yard <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh goodness um and i was just like all right god i will i will totally surrender my identity mm-hmm. to you if you can make this go away and i know you're real and it went away like literally that second and so crazy it sounds crazy there's someone listening Mm. right now that's probably judging me but whatever Mm. like that's what happened and it changed my life so um from there i ended up quitting my job i left the school i was at um and just kind of went like like all in like Mm -hmm. nothing else mattered i didn't care i i mean prior to becoming a Christian, I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I don't, I'm going to make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get married, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, I got married at 24. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And you even wanted to be a pastor at one point. I like, did. After that. I mean, you, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was like, I don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. I went on, um, uh, I just, I mean, God just put a bunch of super solid people around me that I didn't even realize I needed around me Mm -hmm. um, until he showed up and went on a mission trip that totally rocked my world and opened my eyes to just how sheltered I really was. Um, I came home talking about all kind of madness. (laughs) I was like, okay, everybody thought I was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I just didn't care. I was I was all in. It didn't matter, um, you know. And then I quickly started like finding some more depth, and I realized I talked to actually some pastors, um, and they said you really need to think about if you're called to this, you really need to think about what that means for your family. And I realized pretty quickly that, yeah, I'm not good at this. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's, I mean. That's definitely one of one of the most difficult. I don't want to use the word job, but jobs mm-hmm. in the world, um, yeah. and it's a sacrifice not just for the pastor, but the pastor's entire family and wife specifically. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you listening, you should send a message to your pastor right now and tell them how awesome they are and encourage them mm-hmm. uh, because they probably need it. To be honest, uh, yeah. it's a tough job. Um, yeah but yeah so yeah that's what happened for me that's how i kind of 
found my faith and I mm-hmm. uh, don't even ever since then I've just been following Jesus as best I can not very yeah. well but I'm working on it mm-hmm. one day at a time that's, <laughs> yep and that's all that that's all that matters um so I would say that um after we started going to church um with Aunt Liz and Uncle Paul. Um, there was a period where I was definitely considered um, just your Christian that would go to church on Sundays. Um, Basic Christian. Yes. <laughs> just go to church on Sundays and then pray when I was in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I feel like so, I still do that. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was, I mean, that's all I really did. Um, and I was in a very long um, relationship that was very unhealthy. Um, and so I did tend to pray a lot, especially at night. Um, and from there, um, once that relationship was broken off um, because God was like, "This needs to go. You need to ch- you need to change. Like this is not your this is not where you're meant to be." Mm-hmm. Um, that happened, and I was like, "Okay, God, I hear you." Like, there's moments in your life that I feel like you really just know, like God is speaking to you. Like mm-hmm. he is he's like he's being dad, and he's like, "Nope." Mm-hmm. Like, this needs to happen. <laughs> you need to, like, change. And you're like, okay, I hear you loud and clear. Like, mm-hmm. yep, here you Um, So then I was single, and through that, um, I literally feel like I, um, I already was really battling with anxiety and stuff like that. And I feel like it kind of got worse. Um, and then... I was like, okay, well, I need to lean. It's my time to start to lean on God more. Um, And I feel like watching you and then watching dad, but watching you um, where you would read your Bible and pray and just being around you um, and Ashland too um, really helped me uh, see how important it is to go beyond just church. Um, mm-hmm. because once again, I feel like actions are so powerful. And so just seeing that really showed me that that is something that, um, I desired. Um, but that is where I feel like I was at, I was slowly starting to dip my toes in here and there, and I would read the Bible here and there and um, be more consistent with praying and stuff. Um, but, which leads right into our next um, kind of phase, um, we, when I, well, actually, let me think about that. I would say once I moved to Woodstock, I went through kind of a phase of, okay, now I feel like I'm kind of, 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but I felt kind of more alone in the sense of like my old life was completely gone mm-hmm. um, because I didn't have, you know, my friends. Um, I moved to a completely different area. Um, I wasn't around you in Ashland as much. And so I kind of had to make my own life now out here. Um, And so I really started reading more and diving in and um, jumping on a lot of like personal growth stuff, stuff that I learned from when I went through therapy and stuff um, and journaling a lot. But one really important thing was that me and Ryan wanted to find a home church. And so when we found our home church, um, it was the best thing that ever has happened to us um, because it set a great foundation for um, our marriage. But also I know for me specifically, um, I learned so much through it, through community and support and um, like going and doing things um, on my own to be with people that love Jesus just as much. Um, But the encouragement through that, like just the women there and my pastor just being just so almost like, I don't know how to explain it, but just opening to like it's okay if you're starting down here like it doesn't matter where you are at your phases um god is going to meet you in any of those phases and so um i bought my personal bible i started having a consistent like every single day putting him first and that is when i would say i would consider myself really starting to follow Christ and becoming a Christian. Um, so you, yours was a lot earlier on. Um, and mine, I would say, would to truly say would be within the last two years that I've truly embraced um, my faith, I guess. So, yeah. but how, cool. how about... It's cool to see like the parallel of just like when you were talking about moving to Woodstock mm-hmm. and for me, that was like the going to college phase. Like there's something powerful in removing yourself from your known identity mm. and having to yeah. that rediscovery process. You begin to realize like, Oh wait, what, re- what does define me? Yeah. It's not a question that we really, we ask uh, naturally, mm-hmm. but when we're put somewhere, where we start questioning, all right, well, where do I go? Yeah. What do I do? Mm-hmm. The next question is, okay, well, who am I? Yes. <laughs> Those questions kind of start to come. Um, yeah. So there's there's value in yeah. getting outside of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. um, it can lead to really, really, really awesome things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, is there anything else that, you want to talk about really or i feel like that's kind of our yeah our start yeah beginning of our faith that's definitely our faith journey and Mm -hmm. 
and we're still in it. We're still growing. We still have our moments and our periods where um, we drift away, but God always calls us back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest thing, uh, the biggest takeaway talking about like, you know, dad makes mistakes, but he follows Jesus. Like I mm-hmm. make mistakes, but I felt like you, all, each of us is that sometimes we buy into the lie that our mistakes have more power than our faith. And mm. that faith, that faith doesn't have to be just in Jesus, right? If you're yeah. not a Christian, you don't believe yeah. in Jesus. Yeah sometimes our human nature tells us people see our mistakes more than mm-hmm. they see what we believe, right? Yes. So yeah. let's t- completely take Jesus off the table. Yeah. If you believe in, I don't know, you believe you're a great runner mm-hmm. and you go for a run and it takes you, I don't know, seven minutes and it normally takes you six. Something in our mind tells us that everyone's going to remember the seven and not the fact that most of the time you run it in six and you believe you're a great runner. The yeah. same thing applies spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. We think to ourselves, people are just going to remember, you know, Patrick being this party dude or they're, they're only going to remember my identity is X, Y, Z. Yeah. They're never going to see the change. But the reality mm-hmm. is like, man, that's just not true. If you, your, your faith the actions you take in faith and in what you believe are so much more powerful than any mistake you can ever make a hundred times over. And it's just a matter of mistakes are something you make externally. Faith is something you have internally and you can't mix the two up. Um, Yeah. So I would just leave, leave you guys with that and just say, that's so good. Just don't let, don't let, the world convince you that your mistakes have anything to do with what you believe or your identity or who you are. Um, Cause that's just, that's just not true. No. Wow. Well, can't follow that. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. No, that was so good though. <laughs> but um, anyways, well, we hope that you enjoyed listening to that. And um, other than that, I think we're Bye. Good. Go away. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>If you liked this episode, I'm going to need you to do all the stuff that my sister is about to talk about. If you guys would love to spend more time with us, go ahead and please subscribe and rate our podcast. And if you want to connect with us and do this thing called Life Together, follow us on Instagram at connect.patrick.patricia. And we can't wait to hear from you soon. Men, remember, meek is strong. And ladies, be your true self. Have a great week.